It's the first day of NHL free agency and general managers around the NHL are going wild spending some money. Not Don Sweeney because he doesn't really have much to spend. What he did do was acquire a young center for the Boston Bruins and we're going to talk about that as well as update you on the Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci situations here on today's special live edition of Locked On Boston Bruins. Your Locked On Bruins, your daily podcast on the Boston Bruins, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, Bruins fans, and welcome to a special live NHL free agency edition of the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast. I'm your host, Ian McLaren, and this is a daily show where we discuss all things spoke to be, as well as take a look around the NHL. Today is Wednesday, July 13th. I want to start by thanking you for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day. If you have yet to subscribe, please do so on your favorite podcast app as well as on YouTube, so that you never miss a thing. Each new episode automatically added to your feeds, and there will be bonus news clips for when something huge happens, like it did, well, I wouldn't call it huge, but like it did today with the acquisition of Pavel Zaka from the New Jersey Devils. Before we talk about that, quick reminder, you can follow the podcast on Twitter and Instagram at Locked NHL Bruins, and you can find me, my dad jokes, hockey tweets at Ian C. McLaren. So while Columbus Blue Jackets general manager Jarmo Kekalainen is throwing crazy money at a defenseman like Eric Goodbranson, Don Sweeney doesn't have much to work with, and he instead put an eye on the future as well as the present by acquiring forward Pavel Zaka from the New Jersey Devils in a one-for-one trade with Eric Haula going the other way. Uh, He's a Czechia native, originally selected by the Devils in the first round of the infamous 2015 NHL entry draft, going sixth overall. He's a left-hand shot. He can play center. He can play the wing. Big body, six foot three, two hundred and ten pounds. Appeared in three hundred and eighty six career NHL games, all with the Devils, with sixty nine goals and a hundred and ten assists. Howla, of course, was signed last off season, two year deal, and the Bruins shed his cap hit, but they also have to sign Zaka who is an unrestricted or sorry a restricted free agent and his qualifying offer is three million dollars so the Bruins aren't shedding any salary in this deal they're actually adding some as Hala's cap hit was only 2.375 million dollars now what the Bruins are gaining here is years 
provided they can re-sign him not only for this year, but down the road. He's only 25 years old. And he's had a pretty promising last couple of seasons. 2020-21 in particular. 50 games, 17 goals, 18 assists for 35 points in 50 games. A 0.7 point per game average. Dipped a bit this year. 15 goals, 21 assists in 70 games. 0.51 point per game average. But his underlying numbers were pretty strong as well. Uh, he had a positive possession stats for the New Jersey Devils, I believe. Uh, yeah, Corsi percentage of 53.5. So he was on the ice for more shot attempts for than against. And, uh, you know, pretty decent shot rate. 7.5 per 60 points 1.8 per 60 there's some real upside here to Pavel Zaka now Eric Howla of course filled in admirably on the second line uh, he was not signed to play that role in the absence of David Krejci and you know if you listen to the podcast last season you heard me say pretty often that Perhaps it didn't really matter who played on a line with Taylor Hall and David Pasternak that the center position would be carried by those two wingers, whereas in the past it was David Krejci and who knows who his wingers were going to be on any given night. Um, so full credit to Halla for stepping in. He played well down the stretch on that second line. I still wouldn't call him a second-line center, per se, um, but he did fill in admirably in that role. As to where Zaka will fit in, it's really hard to say right now because, A, the Bruins have yet to sign Patrice Bergeron or David Krejci. We'll talk about that here in a moment. And there's also some depth issues, both down the middle and on the wing, especially if those two guys don't sign. In a perfect world, Zaka is, you know, perhaps pivoting with Charlie Coyle as third-line center, able to play the wing, maybe on a Zaka-Coyle-Smith line, and you would have Hall, Krejci, Pasternak, Marchand, Bergeron-Debrusque, perhaps on the top line. But we all know there are significant injuries to begin the season. Marchand, in particular on uh, the top line. So Zaka could have a real opportunity to begin this coming season in the top six and uh, kind of reach that breakout point that the Devils were certainly hoping that he would achieve after being drafted sixth overall. Looking at the big picture here, you're trading a 31-year-old forward for a 25-year-old forward. And... Zaka will come in at $3 million unless they're able to come to a longer-term agreement, say four years, five years, with a greater uh, cap hit. Or perhaps they could sign him for longer term but keep that cap hit pretty manageable. Um, or they head into this season with that $3 million qualifying offer, kind of a show-me deal to see how he fits in how he likes it in Boston, 
and hopefully they can come to a long-term agreement. Hollow was coming off the books next season anyways. So worst case scenario, they have neither of those guys heading into next offseason, but they'll have that cap space uh, to work with. Of course, David Pasternak still has to sign his extension, and he's eligible to do so as early as today. But no action there quite yet. No action yet in terms of Patrice Bergeron, David Krejci. But in a vacuum, Hala for Zaka, that's a win for Don Sweeney, easily. Before we get to what hasn't happened yet, a quick word about Bet Online, your number one source for all betting needs and sports info. You can put some money down on tonight's Major League Baseball schedule. It's also the fastest and easiest way to check in on all your favorite events like MMA, boxing, and golf. BetOnline.net is your continued source for all sports wagering information, including live betting, esports, and scores. It's the best spot for all your sports information this season. Head to the website today. Use your mobile device to learn more about the trends in action at BetOnline.net. Thank you so much again for making Locked On Boston Bruins part of your day. Check out the Locked On NHL podcast next. Locked On experts give you a daily 30-minute podcast on all things NHL all year long. Locked On NHL, your daily 30-minute NHL podcast. They were live all afternoon, breaking down some of the deals that were made around the NHL so far today. What we haven't seen yet is any news when it comes to Patrice Bergeron and David Krejci. There was a Kevin Weeks tweet, I believe, yesterday saying the Bruins were in contract negotiations with Krejci. And it's been long reported that Patrice Bergeron was going to sign a one-year deal to come back as captain of the Boston Bruins. This morning, uh, Renaud Lavoie, reporter from Quebec, said in an interview with TVA Sports, Patrice Bergeron says he's not ready to confirm his return to Boston and that his personal reflection is not finished. TVA Sports, not always the most credible of sources, but it's significant here that this is an interview with Bergeron where he is saying he's not ready to confirm his return to Boston. Does that mean it's not happening? No. Um, you know, everybody quick to hit the snooze button when it comes to free agency day. You know, Don, wake up. What's going on? It has only been four hours in the grand scheme of things. Still plenty of time to make some trades, free up some cap space, get these guys signed. Uh, you know, don't judge a roster based on four hours into free agency. I always look at, and I've said this many times, you look at the roster on opening night, you look at the roster following the trade deadline, and then ultimately, what does the roster look like on opening night of the Stanley Cup playoffs? Provided the Bruins are a Stanley Cup playoff team in 2023. 
Could be challenging because of all the injuries they have off the top. I already mentioned Brad Marchand, Charlie McAvoy, Matt Grizzlick, Mike Riley. Um, the Bruins will have to stay afloat under new head coach Jim Montgomery and also fend off some upstarts in the Atlantic Division, including an Ottawa Senators team that has greatly improved. They were already set up for success at some point down the road with some great young pieces, but they've added Alex Dabrinkit. They've added Claude Giroux. They added Cam Talbot. If they get off to a good start, we all know in today's NHL with the three-point game, it's very difficult to climb up into a playoff spot if you fall behind by Thanksgiving, especially by Christmas. Um, Just seeing here, Connor Ryan saying Don Sweeney was expected to speak to the media at 4 p.m. It's being pushed back to approximately 5 p.m. So we'll get some idea what is going on, what's not going on here uh, in a little bit. Uh, But as I was saying, the Detroit Red Wings have gotten a bit better as well. They gave a questionable contract to defenseman Ben Chirot, but they did add uh, David Perron. And they've been making some pretty positive steps forward as well. So if you look at the Bruins signed and uninjured players at this current moment, the opening night roster is a little scary. I kind of put forward it could be something like Hall, Coyle, Pasternak, DeBrusque, Nosek, Lysel, Frederick, McGlovin, Smith, Felino, Beecher, Steen. That's, of course, without Bergeron, Krejci signed. Uh, Zaka still technically unsigned, as is Jake Stanika. When it comes to Lysel, I could easily see him getting the nine-game look before they make a decision whether or not to send him back to Vancouver. There could be some younger guys who step up as well, like a Jacob Lauko, Georgi Merkulov, but you get the idea. It's pretty thin with those injuries. On defense, even worse. Lindholm, Carlo, Forbort, Clifton, Zborl, Berglund. That's a nightmare to begin the season. Having said that, there's still lots of time for... Bergeron and Krejci to make their decisions. If they come back, the Bruins are well positioned to compete for a playoff spot, certainly in the Atlantic Division. Uh, It's easy to say, oh, these teams have improved. They're going to be so much better. They're going to make the playoffs. It's another for all the pieces to come together and for, you know, actual success in the NHL. Ottawa, the pieces are there, it seems. Detroit's getting better. Buffalo, Montreal, still not great. And then you have, say, if Johnny Godreau signs with the New Jersey Devils, that's going to be another team that you're going to have to fend off in the wild card race. You know, Philly's still pretty bad. Columbus is still pretty bad. Um, There's questions when it comes to the Capitals. Uh, did I mention the Blue Jackets, Islanders, uh, 
it's going to be a challenge for the Bruins right out of the gate because of these injuries. If Bergeron and Krejci do not resign, then, you know, all bets are off. Maybe not as much Krejci, but certainly Patrice Bergeron as the reigning Selkie Trophy winner. I've always been somewhat skeptical of Krejci coming back because he moved his family to Czechia. He said he wanted to immerse his kids in the culture, develop relationships with extended family. It seems now that it's quite possible that he was just waiting to see if there'd be a coaching change. He wasn't quite pleased with Bruce Cassidy. And he said as much, I believe back in January, when he questioned why he had not been given the chance to play with David Pasternak while he was, um, you know, deployed on the second line with Halla and Hall. So we wait. We wait to see if Bergeron is going to make the decision to come back as it is believed to be happening. We wait to see whether David Krejci is going to come back. We wait for a new deal for Pavel Zaka, Jack Stanika. Uh, we wait to see if there is more salary cap shedding to come. You know, there's the likes of Thomas Nosek, Craig Smith, uh, the injured defenseman, Riley Grizzlick, who could be dealt. Love to get Nick Felino's deal off the table, as great of a guy as he is. Off the ice, great leader in the room. That 3.8, oh, excuse me, my chair just uh, gave it of me. That $3.8 million cap hit uh, is certainly prohibitive at the moment. I'd still love them to get in on Dylan Strom, Jesse Pugliarvi. But right now, the Bruins theoretically have less cap space to work with now than they did this morning based on the qualifying offer due to uh, Pavel Zaka. Now, the Bruins did sign some depth players likely headed to the Providence Bruins. We'll talk about them here in a moment, but first, a quick word about Rock Auto. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts only available in their system? You can save time and money by using Rock Auto. They're a family-owned business and they've been serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Their prices are always reliably low and they have everything you could need for brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, new carpet. I even ordered a gas cap from my very ancient uh, Mazda protege a few years ago. Go explore their easy-to-use website and find the solution for your auto part needs. That's rockauto.com. See all the parts available for your car, truck, or van. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need at rockauto.com. Dot com. Just a reminder, you can follow the podcast at Locked NHL Bruins. You can find me at ENC McLaren. And please do smash that subscribe button 
if you have not already so that you never miss an episode or a breaking news clip on the YouTube channel. So the Bruins signed a few players to some two-way deals, meaning they're likely headed for the AHL. You have another 25-year-old 2015 draft pick in A.J. Greer. He was drafted 39th overall that year. Played only nine games for the Devils last season. Two points to his credit. Uh, Vinny Lettieri played for the Anaheim Ducks last season. Five goals. Five assists for 10 points in 31 games. And Dan Renouf, a 28-year-old left-hand shot defenseman who appeared in four games for the Detroit Red Wings last season. Zero points to his credit. Uh, You could say so far Don Sweeney is putting the oof in Renouf when it comes to free agent signings. If any of those guys are on the NHL roster this upcoming season, you know, something, uh, something is going wrong. Like I just said a few minutes ago, Don Sweeney was scheduled to meet with the media around 4 p.m. It's now 4.20 p.m. as I record, and it looks like that has been pushed back to 5 p.m. We do not have any significant free agent signings at the moment the only significant move that sweeney has made is the acquisition of pavel zaka from the new jersey devils in exchange for eric Halla. you know a lot of people were endeared to Halla during his time with the boston bruins again he filled in admirably as second line center Zaka, you know, his ceiling is probably a second-line center. It would be great if he reached that. He's still only 25 years old. Um, He needs a long-term deal. His qualifying offer comes in at $3 million for next season. And uh, if the Bruins can keep him around for some time, could work out very nicely. Uh, Even this season, I think his upside clearly higher than Eric Hala's. Six years younger um, and given, don't forget, in New Jersey, he was drafted prior to Jack Hughes and Nico Heischer who overtook him on the depth chart. Uh, Some wingers came in, Jesper Bratt emerged last year as a star. So it's not like Zaka is without skill, not like he's without uh, potential, high ceiling. Perhaps a change of scenery will do him good. I've seen one of the knocks on him is he doesn't use that big body as aggressively as he could, especially in front of the net. Hopefully Jim Montgomery can um, hit the right spots there in terms of encouraging him to make the most of that um we'll see here at five o'clock whether or not don sweeney has anything tangible to announce to add of course on tomorrow's episode of locked on boston bruins i'll be sure to recap everything that happens some of the big guys still out there unsigned nazim kadri 
Johnny Godro, Dylan Strom, I would still love. Jesse Poyarvi is available in Edmonton, apparently. Um, the Red Wings, Senators making some significant additions. Senators really pushing for a playoff spot in particular with the equipment. Like their top six is very, very good, uh, much better than Boston's at the present moment. And uh, I think there's potential there for Boston to be usurped when it comes to playoff positioning. But again, it's still very early, only four hours, 22 minutes into free agency. Uh, Don Sweeney's going to have to get creative here if he wants to do anything else of significance. Hopefully, he can convince Bergeron and Krejci to come back. I don't want to call them a band-aid solution because they are still very capable top and second-line centers in today's NHL. The Zaka acquisition I like because he could be, uh, I don't want to say a core member moving forward, but he could be a player who ends up having a very nice career for the Boston Bruins. Um you know, the joke is the Bruins were always looking to move up in the 2015 NHL draft. Well, they did it by acquiring the sixth overall pick. I'd love to see them further acquire the third overall pick from that draft. Anyways, that's it for today's episode of Locked on Boston Bruins, my friends. Thank you so much for those who jumped on the live YouTube channel. Wish I had... Oh, wait, no. What is happening? Oh, so the Bruins, okay, before I wrap up, the Bruins just dropped a tweet saying they have signed five players on the opening of free agency. Uh, AJ Greer's a two-year, one-way contract, so he won't be AHL-bound. Dan Renouf, Vinny Lettieri, uh, defenseman Connor Carrick, and goaltender Keith Kincaid all signed to one-year, two-way contracts. Renouf's is a two-way deal. So Greer, the only player here signed to a one-way contract, meaning he could be destined to the Boston Bruins roster for next season. Uh, Connor Carrick brings some depth to the right side and defense, which the Bruins very much need. Kincaid... Veteran depth in net. Uh, Lettieri, Renouf, depth on the blue line and up front. So I guess that's what uh, Don Sweeney's going to update here at 5 o'clock. Not really much to sneeze at. Uh, and I'll break down these five players, give you some more information on them tomorrow. But the bigger story today is what the Bruins have yet to do, and that is announce... Bergeron and or Krejci, but they did acquire um, Pavel Zaka. Hope you're all having a great Wednesday. I'm off to a basketball game tonight. If anything breaks, drop a quick video. So be sure to subscribe to Locked On Boston Bruins here on YouTube for all the very latest when it comes to the black and gold. And I'll be back on here tomorrow to bring you all the latest on the Locked On Boston Bruins podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your favorite team every single day. Take care, friends.